Peace, greetings, it's an honor to be with you one more time. Welcome to the Soul Place. Today I'm here with a message. A message entitled, Living in God's Heavenly Terrain. That's right. The title of the message is Living in God's Heavenly Terrain. It's the acronym for, you've guessed it, light. Now, I believe when we consider living in God's heavenly terrain that there are three tiers or levels to life. I believe that there are three tiers or levels to life, and they are namely the light bulb, the platform, and the source. I want to say that again. They are the light bulb, the platform, and the source. Now, how do we relate to these things? We're going to find out in just a minute, but I want to share this this passage of scripture taken from Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 and 16. This is our Lord Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount. And I want you to listen to what he's saying to those that are gathered. He says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and give it light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. So according to what our Lord was sharing with those gathered that fateful day, believers in particular, those that actually came for enlightenment and in turn received enlightenment, he says to them, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, you know. In other words, you've been propped up, you've been put in in position to shine and to really bring it home to them he uses this example, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and give it light unto all that are in the house in other words, men don't light a candle and then cover it up but when they light a candle the purpose of it is so that it would give light the reason why God has sent his spirit to live within us is not just so that we would be enlightened that's the first blessing or the first part of the blessing but so that we would be the light to draw others onto him 
that's amazing so here's the instruction let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven at the end of the day when it all all boils down everything that we do everything that we say ought to be designed to give God all of the honor and glory and you know amazingly because we have been identified with the light giver or we've been identified with the light we are expected to be like the light so this expectancy isn't put on us by anybody else but God himself so let's dive into the the three tiers or the three levels of this thing the first one that we can relate with is the light bulb now I know we're familiar with light bulbs we've all got them in somewhere in our homes or somewhere where we see it on a fixture or something but let's focus on the light bulb for a second why was the light bulb created it's easy right it was created to shine light so the light bulb level let's look at that as a level is where you shine in other words those of us that are the light bulb or we must see ourselves rather as the light bulb and I, and I think before I go any further I think it's important to understand now I, I listed off three things and you know this this is only God because only God can make us not only multi-dimensional but multi-functional you know only God can design us where we can wear multiple hats in the natural realm a light bulb is a light bulb right but in the spiritual realm when we're looking at these natural things that I'm using to describe what we're talking about today you have to understand that at any given point in time we can be either a light bulb the platform which is the which is the the chandelier or the the fixture sorry there is that word or Well, in this case, <laughs> there's only one thing we cannot be. So, two out of three ain't bad. We cannot be the source. And, and that, that seems about given, right? But we're going to explain why we can be the source. So, out of the three things that we're going to talk about today, I, I, I believe I have to give this disclaimer. Two out of three of the things we are able to attain 
but sadly I believe we'll discover that most folks attempt to be all three because they believe they are supposed to fit all three of the roles at any given time but the truth is by God's design we're only permitted to fit in this case as they are listed the first two and you'll see as we go through okay so let's get back to the light bulb the light bulb is where you shine this is the level where God has designed you to shine I have to emphasize this because we've got to know that God designed us to shine ladies and gentlemen if Matthew 5 doesn't prove that I don't know what else does that that passage that I read earlier that's talking about us we are the light God has designed us to shine so I use a light bulb to drive the point home you are the light of the world you are the light bulb and this is where you shine now have to understand that you were made to shine this is something that you've got to lock into and accept it has nothing to do with you but all to do with God's purpose and design you were made to shine okay and to, to prove my point let's read first Peter 2 and 9 it says but ye are chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous, get that now, light. You have a responsibility as God's light to show folks where you came from. When people see the light that radiates from you, they will know that you have been with the light the give of the life that you have been with God but they will never know that if you don't shine so I'm talking to the light bulbs out there today understand that at this level which is the light bulb that pretty thing and we have some pretty light bulbs out there don't we and the amazing thing to me is this and this is going to blow your mind probably it doesn't matter the shape of the light bulb it really doesn't matter there are many different shapes out there and we prefer different shapes don't we we can't help what we're attracted to but amazingly every light bulb no matter the shape or size emits something more beautiful than its shape or size the light the light is the thing that attracts us more than the shape or size of the bulb so think about that now it's the light and we know we can't take credit for that that credit for the light and of course the the bulb itself but the credit for the the power belongs to our God glory to his name so Ephesians 5 and 8 says for you were sometimes darkness but now are you light in the Lord walk as children of the light we have a responsibility not to alienate ourselves from the responsibility of shining more than ever before our world 
is in darkness and we need people of the light different shapes and sizes wherever you're coming from if God has given you his light it's time to shine it's it's you know and the amazing thing about shining for God is competition all of that thing wrapped up in competitive nature isn't even entering your spirit at this point because the truth is it's not about you when you understand that your abilities and gifting and calling have nothing to absolutely nothing to do with you you are just a steward man you get your shine on because the truth is not everybody's going to like the shape of your light but when you understand that they had nothing to do with how you're created you're not going to allow your shining to be predicated on their opinion so you're going to shine for Jesus all right so that's just the level of the light bulb but we haven't even gotten to the next level yet and we're about to cross over let's look at the platform the platform what is the platform you may ask which is the second level the platform is what we would call the light fixture no it doesn't shine but what does the platform represent because we've seen them all all around the place if you look around your house right now at work wherever you are you'll see a bulb on this fixture that fixture is actually a platform without it the light bulb doesn't have anything to stand on i think we have to say that again the platform is not the bulb but without the platform the bulb cannot shine oh lord i'm getting excited <laughs> and so let's look at we we've already addressed the light the light bulbs portion now let's address the platform's portion because the fixture is the platform it's the stage all right let's look at this the platform is the opportunity to shine you know the word of god says time and chance happen it to them all or to us all and this is the opportunity that i believe the word of god is referring to we all get an opportunity to shine but the truth is there comes a point where we have to sub our rules for instance in some instances you're going to be the light bulb getting your shine because of somebody's platform and then in some instances you're going to have to be the platform allowing somebody else to shine oh oh man and that's just the kingdom of god and how it works we call to wear many hats so the platform represents that opportunity for somebody else to shine because it's not all about us we are laborers in particular and we are brothers and sisters we are laborers together with God. We have a responsibility 
to enhance one another, to encourage one another, to give one another the opportunity to be the blessing you've been created. Now, the amazing thing is, we all, like I said earlier, have the opportunity to play two or three of these roles. But I believe that it's important for us to understand how we how we must alternate. It cannot always be about your shine. Yes, you're going to get your shine on. You were designed to get your shine on. But it's important for you to be the platform for somebody else. It's important for you to be the fixture for somebody else, to help somebody else have an opportunity and God will bless and this is how we know that we are the blessing that God created us to be. If your gift, your call, if your anointing only seeds you or only only gives you an opportunity, then you need to check it because what God is doing in our lives is progressive and it's designed so that everyone that comes in contact with it will be blessed. If you think I'm kidding, take a look at Jesus' ministry. It had the ability to draw all type of people. And Jesus was out there shining, ladies and gentlemen. He was out there putting it in. And as a result of that, many were being a blessing to the point where they were saying, you know what, I don't need a healing, but I got a brother down the street. Remember the four friends that went above and beyond, literally got on the roof, broke the people's roof open so that they can get their friend to Jesus. This is, you see, you see the power that is um, transferred when we understand that it's not about us. The, the light bulb is powerful. But the platform provider or the platform, see yourself as literally a platform that God has created for somebody else, is just as powerful. There are many people that are counting on you to give them an opportunity. You may be asking, what's next? I've already got my shine on or been getting my shine on. What's next? Your, your next is to give somebody else an opportunity. You may be a rapper, like I am, and you've been putting out that music. There's somebody else you're gonna do a feature with or something so that they can have an opportunity. You may be a preacher, like I am, and you've been preaching up a storm. Well, there's some other preachers out there that God has given a word to. It's time for you you know, you know, and, and I believe this is how this God designed this body to function because we all need to work our gifts. We've all got to put our gifts into practice. We've all got to, you know, do the work of an evangelist and make full proof of our ministry. We've all got to exercise our faith. This is how we exercise. We need an opportunity to, to exercise and that's where the platform comes in. You may be a singer and you've been putting on concerts and now you're looking for the next thing. Well, put somebody else on. 
you know, and that's why we have people throw concerts and things of the sort because they understand the importance sorry of platform and being that that opportunity for somebody else because somebody gave you an opportunity so it's time to pay it forward all right so what does the platform do it facilitate and what does facilitate mean it means make an action or process easy or easier. I need to say that again. Facilitate means to make an action or process easy or easier. That's what somebody that becomes a platform for somebody else does. They make the transition much easier. Because, like I said, we're brothers one of another. You know, so we have to be the hand up to our brother. We have to be the encourager. We have to be the the one that's the the door to that person's gift. That's one of the greatest blessings God has afforded us, and we've got to seize it. Listen to First John chapter one verse seven says, "If we walk in the light, as we uh, sorry, as He is in the light, we have fellowship." get it now one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin the word of God teaches us before I expound on this particular verse of scripture that love covered a multitude of sin it's amazing what happens when we begin to uh, not only dialogue but when we begin to work together when we begin to unite the scripture here in 1st John 1 7 uses the word fellowship because the truth is we have a common goal and a common purpose we may do different things and that's you know it's only the kingdom of God where we see how this is so beautiful but I appreciate it so much in the kingdom of God even when you know you may be a singer rapper or preacher or whatever else God has called you to do, but you're able to use a platform to bring all of these gifts and talents together to be the blessing God has designed. But that only happens when we have fellowship one with another. So it's important for us to network. That's the word we are used to. Networking is so vital to the progression the body of believers but it's an adapting that understanding again I feel the need to reiterate that it's not always about you and your gift it's not always about you getting your shine on but there's somebody else that needs to get their shine on so you can be the platform for them Luke 12 verse 35 says let your loins be girded about and your lights burning oh lord help us today let your loins be girded about and your lights burning you see when your loins are girded about with the truth of God you understand that truly nobody can take your shine away and you understand that you 
taking a back seat, as some would suppose, or you being the platform or an opportunity or door for somebody else doesn't take away your shine. It only adds to what God is doing in your life. So we are we we are advised to allow our loins to be girded about, and to be girded about means to be entrenched or surrounded with with what enlightenment. We, when we understand who we are in God, we are enlightened, and we don't see somebody else getting their shine on us, robbery from us but an opportunity for God to be glorified in this unity. So let your loins be girded about and your lights burning because you have to understand that while you're being an opportunity or platform or door for somebody else, you're showing others this is how it should be done. You You are that example to everyone around and they will give God the glory. So the question is, who are you facilitating for? Light or darkness? Because the truth is, although I I am talking about kingdom things at the moment, or God's kingdom at the moment, we have to understand that there are other kingdoms that are about. And we've got to make sure that we're facilitating for the right side. Oh yeah, because when we lock in with Jesus and we make him our priority and our Lord, we become a citizen of the kingdom and we walk as the king has ordained us to walk in unison, in fellowship with fellow citizens of the kingdom. So our brothers and sisters and fellow citizens are our responsibility and wherever they are because sometimes we get caught up let's be real sometimes our brothers and sisters wander over to the dark side and we have got to be rescuers that are willing to go in the name of Jesus and pull them out pull them out in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus because God has given us a ministry of reconciliation amen so we've got to be willing to come out of our comfort zone and quite often our comfort zone is the door the platform the opportunity that takes the shine off of you and places a focus on somebody else so that they can get their deliverance and their breakthrough. So the question is, who are you helping? Who are you facilitating for? I hope it is the kingdom of light. Luke 11, verses 34 to 35, this is amplified, says, The eye is the lamp of your body. When when your eye is clear, spiritually perspective, focus on God, your whole body is also full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But when it is bad, spiritually blind, your body also is full of darkness, 
the word of God's word. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. So, in other words, in order for this old venture to work, you've got to be feeding yourself the right stuff. So, it comes right back to what the word of God is saying about our loins being girded. Because if our loins are girded, the, the, the right light is going to be burning. Oh yeah, and it's going to do the work that God sent it to do. There are people out there that need us. There are people out there that are that need our light. It ain't just about you. It's about the body. And we've got to make sure that our light is not a light of darkness. First John nine says he that said he is in the light and hated his brother is in darkness even until now he that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him and we've got to understand when people see Jesus portrayed in a false way they get the wrong impression and we become a stumbling block and all the way in Psalm 1 I believe we're encouraged not to be standing in the way of sinners because God has called us to do a work and we've got the responsibility to work while it is yet day we can't expect to be paid and we're not working We know that, and you know the amazing thing about working? The amazing thing about working is whether you work for darkness or light, there is a payment. But I don't know about you, I want to be paid the way God has designed. I want to be paid according to the kingdom of God. I don't want what the devil has in store for me. I want what God has in store for me. Okay. I, I don't want the devil's payment because hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. So you get where I'm going. So we have an important um, position as the citizens of God's kingdom to make sure that our brothers and our sisters are taken care of. This is how we prove that we love God. There is no other way. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. His commandment right here is telling us that if we hate our brother and we say we're in the light, we're in darkness. And we've become a stumbling block. So we've got to be careful. Okay, let's look at let's look a little deeper at this first John chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. It says the one who says he is in the light is consistent, oh, sorry, is in consistent fellowship with Christ, and yet habitually hates, works against his brother Christ, is in the darkness until now. This is the Amplified, actually. It says, the one who loves and unselfishly seeks the best for his believing brother lives in the light, and in him there is no occasion for stumbling or offense. He does not hurt the cause of Christ or leads others to sin. Now, isn't that amazing? 
I kind of rushed through that, but I, I want to read this amplified version of 1 John chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 again. It says, The one who says he is in the light, which is in consistent fellowship with Christ, and yet habitually hates, works against his brother in Christ, is in the, is in the darkness until now. So you cannot say that you're in the light, but you're doing things against your brother or sister. You may say, what is against my brother or sister? Anything that works against them and not for them is against them. Anything that um, brings them down or tears them down is against them. Furthermore, let's look. Says the one who loves and says the one who loves and unselfishly seeks for the best for his believing brother lives in the light, and in him there is no occasion for stumbling or offense. And then the word offense is there, and that's important to take note of. Here's the further explanation. He does not hurt the cause of Christ or lead others to sin. You know, uh, the Word of God tells us um, that it's hard to win somebody that has been overtaken with the spirit of offense. And normally when offense sets in, is as a result of us not caring what is done to our brother or sister in Christ. Not paying attention to our, to what we've done or how we've hurt them. And we've got to understand that we cannot be selfishly about our own agenda and expect that, you know, it's a little pan out, you know. We, we cannot ignore others' feelings or opinions because these things question our motive. You know, why are we doing what we're doing? Or why do we persist in doing what we're doing if it's actually hurting the cause of Christ? And I think this is something we have to ask ourselves. I'm not saying that everybody's going to be happy with us. Like I said earlier, there are some people that are not going to like the shape of your life. But light, light is something that we're going to love it. You have no choice in the matter. It's light, ladies and gentlemen. Light is something that you cannot hate. If you hate light, then you know what that means, right? You're, you're, you're from the darkness. But, you know, light has that impression on us that when we see light, we want it. So, not everybody's going to be okay with the shape of our light, but we've got to understand that we've got a responsibility to be who God has called us to be. Because when, we, when He promises that when we or when others see our good works, they're going to glorify God. Okay, so with that said, we've already covered the two bases that we can fulfill, which is which is light bulb and platform, which you can substitute as fixture. So we're going to look at the, la the last one, which is the source. The source. Okay, so, and we know that the source is actually the essence of the light. So what's, what is the source? What's the reason for the source? 
The source is the reason why you shine. Without a light source, the light bulb can't shine. On the platform, you can't have a light bulb to hold to shine. So the truth is, without the source, all you have is a, a pretty platform or fixture and a pretty light bulb. But the true beauty is not revealed without the source of light. And remarkably, like I said earlier, you and I are not designed to be the source. I need to say that again. You and I are not designed to be the source. We are designed to be the bulb and the fixture or the platform. God is the source. Listen to John chapter 8 verse 12. It says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. When we understand that Jesus is the light, everything becomes so much easier. Then we can fulfill our roles, which are at times light bulb or platform. But Jesus is the source, so we have to trust his leading and his guiding. Because without him, we're just a, a pretty light bulb and a pretty fixture. Sorry. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from, guess who? The Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, God is intentional. Not only is he the Father of lights, the source of all light, he is intentional. He's a specific God. He knows exactly what we need. And he knows exactly what he needs us to be for others. You know, and that can be wrapped up in what we need too. I believe sometimes we don't understand that we need to be the blessing that God has called us to be. And sometimes we don't understand that that need helps us. You know, the scripture says it's more blessed to give than to receive. So sometimes we can be caught up in getting our shine on and not realize that the most blessed way to be gratified and satisfied is to be the platform or the door or the fixture for somebody else. Oh, God is good. The last scripture that we're going to tackle is St. John chapter 1 verses 6 to 9 and says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light, that was the true light, which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Why is this verse so important? It's important because, or this passage rather, it's important because out of the words Jesus used, he said that John the Baptist was the greatest prophet ever. And Hey, if there's ever a compliment, that is one. Because that came right from God. 
Think about it. John didn't do the great miracles that uh, Elijah or Moses and all of these great men of God did. But he preceded. He preceded the Christ. The Lamb of God. And most of all his testimonies written in this passage he understood that he was not the light and and this is something even as I prepare to wrap up this is something that we've got to grasp as kingdom citizens as God's light in this dark world we've got to remember that we're not the source we're not the light we have been given the light and when we understand that will remain humble and loyal to the cause. So I want to encourage you as as we live in God's holy terrain, we've got to continue to live in his presence. To, to, and in living in his presence, we'll be like Moses on that on those 40-day bids, you know. He was so much in the presence of God. He didn't eat food or drink. But when he came out, He was radiant, so radiant that they had to put a veil on him. And I believe that this is what God wants us to be in the earth today from a spiritual perspective. He wants us to shine like that light bulb does. And then he still wants us to be prepared to be a door, a platform, or a fixture for somebody else to shine. Meanwhile, understanding that none of this works if Jesus is not our source. Be encouraged. Blessings on you. Greetings, greetings. You've been listening to The Soul Place and it was such an honor to have you stop by. Well, until next time, blessings on you.